listen to hair on. From hair on, I'm listening to hair on. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah. Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I am your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound and extraordinary Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we up in the house for episode 125. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been a busy week. Busy week. A lot of things have been happening in the news. Anything been going on with you? Not much. Uh, still a little busy. I got into um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and that's been pretty fun. Nice. That's been... um. It's 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 very much like God of War in the sense that it mm-hmm. really emphasizes the whole like game video games as like a storytelling device type thing, mm. you know what I mean? And it's it's super dope. I love it. I I'm like I I love the characters, I love the the um the open world and how fucking it, it looks just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the the character conflict that you pretty much have to, the main characters going through the whole time. Um, because it it's um it's set in what is it uh twelve seventy four or some shit like that basically the first mm-hmm. Mongol invasion of Tsushima okay and in this um in this story it's a like a fictionalized setting of everything and um the main character Jin Sakai is uh uh he's a samurai that was raised by his uncle to be like super honorable you know when you kill your enemies look him in the eye type shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the Mongols invaded. Oh, it was really funny. The way the game op- the way the game opens is um the <laughs> the head samurai's like, all right, go down there and give them hell or, or go down there and strike fear into their hearts. So he rides into the Mongol camp and challenges them to a duel. And the whole time I'm seeing this, I'm like, huh, I don't th- I don't think this is gonna work out the way he thinks it is. And then <laughs> the guy who they have, um, the fictional version of Kublai Khan, whose name is Koten Khan? Koten Khan, I think his name. But um, he just walks out with his fucking bowl of whatever, his goblet of um, yeah, his goblet of wine. Uh, apparently, it's fermented horse milk. That's that's, that's what fucking disgusting. Uh, that's, what, that's what I said. They, they looked at you like, no, 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 it's fermented horse milk, as if that was supposed <laughs> to make it better. I'll, I'd rather just think it's wine. I hear you. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's disgusting. That's how you guys get drunk. It's not worth it, bro. No, no, not what? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Like, anyway. I'm, not, I'm not that married to getting inebriated that I need to like go through that length. Hell nah, bro. When, when they said that shit, I was like, you lost me. But he just like threw it on my G's chest after he challenged him to a duel and just threw the, the, the torch on his chest and set him on fire and walked back into his camp and just started sending arrows at the remaining uh, uh, samurai. So they they pretty much get decimated. Yeah, see, ah, man, you know, that's the funny part is that as much as I loved samurai culture growing up, when you settle down on it, it's like nigga. There's certain what part stops me from killing you right now. What your honor? But that's, my honor? That's not Someone just the honor? samurai though. That's yeah. that's just that's just the nature of changing warfare in general. You know what mm. I mean? And whoever's slow to that's why I, that's why I trip on people like yo. When when it's time to adapt or face extinction, nigga, adapt. Don't don't sit around Absolutely. and fucking listen. Like, there's war. War is an antisocial behavior. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Self-restraint <laughs> is a social behavior. The two don't mix. If you're over here trying to 
this is exactly the types of moves that are allowed in our <laughs> in our conflict, and this is what will happen, and I will only use this, and, asking and, and for I'm keeping my uh, word. Like, my nigga, that, all of that is nice and dandy in a social affair. Like, if we're starting, but this is war. Mm-hmm. We are breaking society down. None of that, none of that has any, like, that whole idea that we're just going to kind of, like, skirt the edges of barbarism. It ain't nothing. <laughs> nah, bruh. Nah, we decided to go to war. That means we decided to fuck each other up. You know what I mean? It's like niggas who fight in and they're like, oh, that was a dirty trick. It's like, I don't know, man. Once we started fighting, that's when all the dirty tricks went out the window. You know what I mean? It's like the yeah. fights are it started. All right. It's Let's typical cog- cognitive cognitive dissonance. dissonance though, yeah. You know what I mean? Human humans, they stay running to that shit. So, yeah, but I, I love the, the whole Bushido and the combat style. But ah, realistically, that shit, man, that shit was bound to die. Yeah, that was definitely not one it only works with people that are also raised that way. The minute it was an mm-hmm. outside culture came in, it was just like that became irrelevant. I'm going to completely derail and sidetrack real quick, but that's like in um Vikings. When the Vikings landed in England, Mm-hmm. They happened upon all these monasteries, and they're like, "Why do they put all of their gold in these undefended places with these guys who can't fight? This doesn't make any sense." And then it was because you know, in in their civilized world, you never attack a monastery. Mm-hmm. So who would ever do that? Yeah. My God, man! It's just revolutionizing like when, um, the game. <laughs> it's it's kind of like when my cousin came to America from Jamaica one time. And we were at a, a four-way stop, and he was like, man, everybody is so well-behaved. You just wait for each other to go. <laughs> I was like, yo, there are too many people in America for you to drive like you do in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. If if we tried that, bro, it'll be absolute chaos. But it was and, just- and the police actually do some. True. Here. True. Yeah, they're I, here, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I don't think, unless you hurt someone in Jamaica, I don't think they're really traffic laws. I don't think you get like speeding tickets or things like that. I mean, they they're might have very changed lenient. since I've lived They're there. very lenient. They're very, very, well, and then again, very true. I haven't been there since early 2000s. Yeah, since so. I've, I've lived there. But when I was growing up, I remember like, I I know for sure I would never, ever drive in Jamaica. I, never. Given the opportunity. Not in not. a million years. Like, I have no idea how, how people are. Like, I have family members that can switch. They can transition. They, they drive here, Ooh. and they, they go to Jamaica, and they can drive. And I'm like, nah, I have family, I have family members who pretend like they can. <laughs> nah, man, me good, me good, me good. Swerving. Like, no, yo, nigga, you're on the wrong side. No, sir. <laughs> and then the worst part, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I want someone that knows bro, the roads, bro. I remember one time. Um, I was uh, I was with my mom, and she was and 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 she was driving her friend's car that we were visiting in Jamaica, and uh, she was driving on the wrong side of the road, obviously. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, mom, you're on this wrong side of the road." She goes, "Yeah, I know." And I'm like, "Nah, me, <laughs> nah, me, stop! Don't do that!" Like now, I want to go home because I don't, I don't want to be in the car with you no more. You're on the wrong uh, side. I lit. notify you of it, and you tell me that you know, so you do this on purpose. Uh, that's funny. Hey, man, no, that was this is Jamaica. Any side you're on, on is the right side. You feel me? It's your town, yeah. But um, but um, back to Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh. So basically, uh, it's really fun watching the main character Jin Sakai. He um. The whole Ghost of Tsushima thing comes from the fact that they get wrecked in that opening Mongol invasion. Of course. And he's pretty much left for dead on the beach, and he gets saved by this character Yuna, who nurses him back to health. And slowly, um, uh, Yuna is a thief. You know, what I mean, a very adaptable young woman and very capable. And so she's the one that first starts opening his mind, like. 
Yeah, at first when he when the beginning of the game, he's like, opening yeah. his mind. He's like, no. Nah. Well, they do <laughs> no, a pretty I'm good joking. job just... of like. There's like none yeah. of that as much as um, as much as it seems like those two would be a pretty good pairing. It seems like they stay away from it really quite a bit. Yeah, they they do a good job of separating the romance from these games a lot. Like because yeah. Oni Musha was the same thing. There was no love in the between him and the female character. Yeah, but you're like, damn, y'all got chemistry though. But like um, in the beginning of the game, he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna charge this Mongo forward. I'm just gonna walk in the front and then challenge him. I right, and she's like, bro, 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 bro. Relax. I didn't revive you to have you die, bro. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. As a matter of fact, she's like, I didn't nurse you back to hell so you could go throw your life away, charging headfirst into a group of a ton of Mongols. And that's how they introduced the concept of stealth into the game. And it's fucking dope. You you get like, you have your um, samurais, uh, a set of moves that is all about like, you know, your sword attacks and stuff. And then you got your um, ghost set of moves, which is, which is essentially you become like a shinobi and you have... Uh, smoke bombs oh man one of my favorite things is you can throw a wind chime and you get a charm upgrade that makes your wind chime poisons people that picks it up so it's pretty nice you just throw it over there and they're just like huh what's this well, it's funny because um a court from what i understand because of japanese culture and the mythos of shinobi it would turn out throughout history that there was a large overlap between the samurai case mm-hmm. and members of shinobi clans um because a samurai were the main holders of wealth in the non-aristocrat uh uh case of society as well as it that rigid lifestyle is just not feasible it's great as a show but you also have to be able to you know what i mean yeah, and apparently uh, too, I was watching um, a, a Japanese historian that was reviewing it, and apparently that specific aspect of it is not uh, is not correct about the game. It's like they mm. were very, the samurai were not that rigidly um, uh, honorable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, no. it, like they they would do do use the underhanded tactics if they needed to, or especially if they were ordered to. Um, another one of the, the big, um, I think. Uh, misconceptions is that uh you they are not beholden to fight you honorably if you're not a samurai mm-hmm. if you're below Absolutely. them they can use whatever tactics <laughs> they want because yeah the samurai code is for how samurai deal with other samurai for the most part you know what i mean right their code of chivalry tells them to protect the the, the weak but it doesn't tell them that how to to fight you know a big ass thug coming at you from the side <laughs> But I really, I, it's super dope, man. Like the first couple times, I the first time you use the assassinate function, you have a flashback to what his uncle was teaching him. And the first time you use poison, he also gets a flashback. It's it's uh, fucking, I love it. But it's also, I also like that Jin moves forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like his uncle is very much stuck in his way. And I really like the uh, spoiler alert. They get to this one point where he's like, yo. Um, his uncle gets captured. You eventually free him, and he was like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm sending a letter to the shogun to the main on the mainland to petition for more troops. But I also put in a letter that I want to adopt you and make you my heir official. So you know what I mean? And then right after that, they charge the Mongol fortress, and the Mongol like um they pretty much trapped them clearly. Like they led them onto a bridge, and then they uh... let out a bunch of explosives on the bridge and fucking murked them all. 
And then oh. uh, the uncle was like, let's repair the bridge and do it again tomorrow. If we die, Whoa. we die honorably. Whoa. And Zen was like, yo, 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 Monica, you're wild. Whoa. You're wild. I, I can definitely find a better solution that can save a whole lot more lives, which is what this entire thing is about. But his uncle is just That's like. That's crazy. That, that mindset. Like, There's no point yeah. in. It. He's saying, I mean, I, 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 I agree with his uncle like 30%, right? Um, but I just think it's most his craziness ideal. got thirty percent in it. Yeah, his ideal is taken to the extreme. Like he's because he didn't want Jin to use poisons because oh, oh he specifically he said um fear is not a weapon of the of the samurai. Mm. And one of the things that when he broke in and he fucking that's when you earn the move to um enter ghost form. He cuts off the head of the um of commander and throws it at the enemies and they just start fucking dipping in in terror. And his uncle comes in and he's like appalled. He's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, that's barbaric. And you're pretty much the same as the Mongols. And Jen's like, bro, I'm just like, I'm adapting to the situation right here. But so mm-hmm. it's like, I, I really, one of the things I'm really, really enjoying about it is the story aspect and how they build that. And the world is just fucking beautiful and large and immersive. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's crazy how the culture of the EI, uh, the EI duel has, yeah. has, uh, like everyone believes that that is the the overarching uh, theme of samurai culture, and it's like nah, most of it is that more like what you described in Ghost of Tsushima, where you you go and the, the 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 samurai leading the troops runs in, you know, kills the opposing captain, fucking shat- scatters okay. the troops and sends his men in to clean up. Like who wants them? Like who yeah. else wanted bitch? Like that. It's more like that than it is the kimono wearing duelists <laughs> with their sword sheaths waiting for the proper moment to s- put that decisive slice like that's fencing you know what i mean yeah. like that's not really uh, that's, and that's what the historian said mm-hmm. he's like a lot of the the things in this game was taken from a later period it was taken mm-hmm. from the edo period and a lot of i a lot of um ideas about samurai from the edo, edo period are romanticized mm-hmm. so it's like that's where a lot of that stuff comes well, from well and and that's how akira, uh, akira kurosawa he hit it right on the nose when he started overlaying westerns to to the to the um, Great, samurai culture. Great blend of tropes. The, the, uh, well, I think that culturally they actually are synonymous. Like they Absolutely. they represent the same cultural inflection mm-hmm. in society. Um, just in different overarching cultures, but yeah, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is a great game. There's as much of uh, can be said about it about the themes and the cinematography and uh, the character development as can be said about how beautiful it is, how oh, well yeah. it plays, the depth of gameplay, the amount of of content that that you get for your buck out of that game. Hell yeah. yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is a great one, and it, it, I feel I feel bad that Last of Us Two beat it out. Um, for game of the year because I think that they were competing for game of the year. They came out same year. Um, I think that mm. it was cleanly a better game, better supported game, uh, more widely uh, positively. Because like Last of Us Two actually had a good amount of um controversy around it, it uh, its storyline and its reception. So I don't know. I thought Ghost of Tsushima was. That was like a superior shooting. game. <laughs> it was a superior That's game. It's a really, really good, uh, well put together uh, piece of work. Definitely, I'm looking forward to the ending and seeing, seeing how, seeing how it resolves. I mean, I think it can only resolve in killing the con, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That I'm. Uh, that's when I. I'm not actually familiar with how the uh, the game ends. So I'm gonna. I, I look forward to playing that at some future point. 
but yeah, moving on from that. Uh, so in some, once again, reporting in on the uh, international loot box news. Uh, looks like Germany is banning loot boxes for children, which is huge yeah. because EA part of EA's scheme is that its games are rated for everybody. <laughs> oh. And it so clearly is marketing gambling to kids. And it's it's a significant portion of their revenue stream. I wouldn't say a majority portion. I think that whales actually contribute a significant portion of Definitely. the revenue streams. Um, but did you see? Oh, man, this just came in to, earlier today. EA uh, is getting hit with a lawsuit because it was found out that their um, their employees were selling digital like uh, the digital contents of the loot boxes for like thousands of dollars for per per digital item. Shit was a fucking shit's crazy, but yeah, they, they've been creating scam a gambling. It up, guys, scam it up. Oh yeah, they created a digital uh, uh, gambling environment that they then marketed to children, and then they didn't secure, and that their employees are are exploiting. Bro, it, I mean, gosh, like I, I wish the CEO of EA was black so that they would treat him bad. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a fucked up joke. But if like, I don't know, man. It's like I really wish there was something that they that we could do to get C, uh, uh, EA like in oh, real man. trouble for what they're doing. You're looking it's at it so wrong, man. Clear. It's the people. The pe- like, if the people stop allowing themselves if, to to fall for this stuff, they'll go out of business super quick. Absolutely, I one hundred percent. But now we got to have enough energy for both of them. You're right. You're absolutely right because I, yes, there's going to be some people who get like duped into it. But now we're talking about like hundreds of thousands of millions of people worldwide. That's a. Ch- you're looking kind of like you're choosing to do that because no one's like going into your house and banging on your door and forcing you to buy EA games. <laughs> you know me? what I mean? EA has so been I get like that. shitty for decades. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. 100%. We also got to call EA out for being shitty and, and taking the chance to scam people. Like I could sell crack. I choose not to sell crack. I don't think it's a good, I don't think it's a good, you know what I mean? Like I feel you. It's just that people are always saying that about EA. I don't like, I can't, like, true. like I said, I I cannot oh, no, no, no. remember the last time anyone said anything oh, good yeah, about yeah, yeah. EA. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, they, hopefully now they actually get in trouble for it. We talk about how shitty they are because they, it's not illegal to be a, a shitty game developer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 not illegal to tank a great RPG series. It's not illegal to do that. It's a bad move. It's an ugly look, but it's not illegal. I hope they get in trouble for this shit. Like, this shit is, like, it destabilizes fundamentally, like, gaming um, and when I say gaming, I mean like the 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 big overall federal gaming like gambling. It 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 throws it all off whack. It's the same problem that they had with online gambling. You know what I mean? And it's like I feel you, but it, it's problematic. My only thing though, it's just like it, you're like chasing the tail. You know what I mean? Like okay. that's that's yeah. the that's the if you fix it with EA, it'll just pop up in another in another form of media. And and see, okay, see, this is funny because. It's 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 a lot like the issue with trying to deal with the pandemic. You're absolutely right. You can't chase the virus. The virus is going to keep moving and evolving. You keep chasing EA, and guess what? They're just going to find a new way to scam you. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right, and we have to find a way to inoculate the public against the evolving threat, strengthen the public against that, 100%. That is the more robust answer, 100%. You know what we should also do? 
fuck EA up for doing that shit. <laughs> You're one hundred percent right. Yeah, for sure. But get EA part of inoculating uh, fear is part of the inoculation. You know what I mean? When when companies see like, oh, okay, they're actually gonna claw back and they're gonna they're gonna take our whole company from us if we do this. Yeah. Then they'll start it'll to be stop nice doing if that. the it'll <laughs> they'll be start nice to stop if, uh, <laughs> the SEC and shit like that cared about you know the little people, but. Oh well, they, I mean they've been dismantled. I think that like the SEE is a federal fucking. I mean I don't know what the actual number of employees, but it's probably like double digits. You know what I mean? It's been gutted. It was because it's a regulatory body. We just left True. the Trump era. True, it's got nobody, and Biden is more concerned about fucking uh, whatever the fuck he's doing. I mean honestly, I know exactly what he's doing. I just hate talking about it so much. But um, he's over here more concerned about bombing syria and getting covid relief and doing all of these ancillary things and confirming his cabinet then he is with that you know what i mean and so yeah it's just i mean he can't do everything all at once now no but that's why he has a huge staff but he decided let me just uh <laughs> let, let me nominate a staff that is far better at arguing with people than with actually governing because unfortunately that's what it when you when you put people like near a tandem and you you fight for people like that you're wasting your time and energy when you you know what i mean like for what it's worth he had some pretty decent nominations in some of those positions you know i'm a big fan of dev holland and and uh you know uh marcia fudge and you know th there's some good nominees in there but they need time, just just like he needs time, and you, you, there's only but so much political capital to spread around the place. But I, I don't know; it's the priority list that I think is fucked up in that situation. But anyway, that's that that's that's a conversation for later in the episode. Um, yeah, moving on from that, hopefully EA gets its uh, comeuppance with that. But yeah, they're banned. They're Germany's banning the loot boxes, and that's a that's a uh, that's an important European market. Germany, especially for shooters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's an important European market. The German teams usually are are you know respected, right? Germans they 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 place when it comes in in in, when, in most of the leagues. Uh, it's, it's shooters. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's, I'm trying like well I, 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 out of my well of expertise. My interest. indulgence in in competitive shooters is purely like clips. Like I watch a clip of somebody doing some crazy shit, like acing a team in overwatch but that's about all i'll watch <laughs> but um yeah no uh germany is is a, a big market not only for gaming but also they set the precedent for a lot of rules in the european union and so that will give license for a lot of smaller european countries with similar laws to germany already who might already like be trying to, to f figure out what they should do in reference to this so this, that's a major piece. If they get the UK to change, then they can start focusing on maybe Asian markets. EA is going to have some problems on their hands. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, how many swear, times have you said ruining, that before? Yo, stop ruining my glee, yo. You have heard stop that so many times. Joy, you? I heard that chuckle. <laughs> the first thing I knew was I was like, about to say some shit. It's just because I've heard that line from you so many times. I know, I know. It's just, it's because 
every step, I, I, I'm the worst type of person. This is why I, I, I typically thrive in a, in an activist environment. Cause I don't care how small the step is. I drive, I, I party out for every step. Like, woo! <laughs> gotta be excited every single time something happens because otherwise there's no motivation outside of that. You know what I mean? You gotta be a self-motivator. <laughs> so yeah, no, I keep, I keep, talking about uh these stories and every time i say i'm hopeful i'm hopeful and it doesn't seem like there's much progress but it's only because it's a very long process the progress the progress is there um but yeah uh it's slowly were you trying to convince that one were you trying to convince us or or yourself no i'm just explaining myself convincing anyone that's that's on you (laughs) if you want to be convinced you can be convinced but no um yeah Hopefully, hopefully by, I don't know. I would say if like by 2025, we still talking about EA and loot boxes, I'm going to be real sad. I know I'm setting myself up for, for, for failure there. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about, yo, four years from now. That's four years right. enough. He, he's been, he's <laughs> been rated enough. the worst company in America by the internet for like 10 years running. And you're like in four Worse years. Worse than Comcast? I guess. Well, yeah. This is an internet thing. We've also had this discussion before. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. I I would agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because EA doesn't give a fuck. EA literally don't give a fuck about nobody, Wesley. No, I, they I literally really don't think copied they care. and pasted a game. They literally they li- told the UK courts that <laughs> loot boxes are surprise mechanics. Like, yeah, and then they went on Reddit. They have the most downvoted comment ever on Reddit. Reddit. Which man, is that's, that comment. that's pretty good, man. It's that comment about um, how putting loot boxes into the game is supposed to help players feeling rewarded for having a... Re- you know, it's it's a basically bullshit corporate you answer know, to why are we fucking you. And and it's sad because... It's because you like it. The, the science has definitely adequately uh, demonstrated to us that the reason why gambling is problematic is because it's an abuse of a very natural system that we have... That's used to get us to habituate things in our environment that could be good. That otherwise we'd have no incentive to repeat. But in a in a uh, extremely stimulus-rich environment like what we've created for ourselves, that can be abused. You know what I mean? Like we developed that propensity of habituation in an environment where there was no manufactured drugs yeah. and there wasn't any, you know, slot machines designed to to hyper stimulate everyone in your senses. You know what I mean? And so yeah, unfortunately our, our we haven't evolved is to very, deal with that. Yeah, our technology is very quickly outpacing us. Yes. And we as a world are starting to see the um negative. And we have to acknowledge that. that because the fact that our Congress doesn't acknowledge that means that they're just gonna keep letting them fucking do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why nothing ever happens though, honestly. That's why I'm I'm spinning my wheels usually when I'm talking about this shit, is because, you know, our Congress doesn't even recognize like, oh, it really is manipulative. Gambling isn't just a problem of the person who's gambling. Gambling is also a problem of manipulation. It's not like you just walk into a slot machine in the middle of the street because it it spontaneously grew out of the cement. That's not how slot machines happen. And so when we realize, like, okay, this is people manipulating other people because they're abusing, you know, our physiology or, or our psychology or both, then you realize, okay, Gosh. And most places have ways to like amp that up too, you know. Like a lot of a lot of casinos give you free liquor, <laughs> remove inhibitions, and oh, impair judgment. Oh my liquor. goodness! Yo, talk about the double oh, whammy, man. Sick. A match made in heaven. That's lit. But yeah, so yeah, and 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 
it imagine being at home with your own liquor cabinet <laughs> and being able to gamble like that. You know, that's that's what's even worse about having gambling in the home the way we do is because you're right. There's a double whammy. Like they they're manipulating you even further by the environment that they're placing you in to gamble. And then now they've they they further in environment they customize it to make you want to gamble. They've more. made the they've made the environment externality onto you now. Like you make your environment. You find out where you want to gamble the most comfortably. Also, another thing we'll I just heard find is it easy like to since they put don't ourselves put, into there. They don't put clocks in casinos typically. Mm, I've never seen a clock in a casino, not once. No, not a functioning clock. I've seen decorative clocks. So it's eat. Damn! It's so now that I think about it, and these probably casinos are built in a way that there's like, no external light. What was it five o'clock? I guess yeah. Five o'clock would be the optimal time because it's never too late, never too early. But that's the thing. Like when you're in it, most casinos, there are there is no external light. You can't even see outside. No, you can't see. So outside. there's no way to tell how much time has passed. It, that's done purposely because of the light pollution ordinances from most places. Like casinos have so many lights. And sound going on inside of them that if they weren't completely light and soundproof, they would, geez, they would be the most ridiculous. It would be problematic. <laughs> You'd hear them for miles. That's true. It's like, can you imagine a casino as big as Hard Rock? <laughs> if that wasn't properly, see, oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's pretty. Hard Rock is yeah. It's stationed pretty far from everywhere else. Like you gotta drive, and you can still see Hard Rock for miles. Oh yeah, for sure. They put a big ass. They made a big-ass guitar hotel that you can see from the fucking turnpike. I remember I was driving down that shit one time, and I was like, what the fuck is that? I know. I so, I what's that, that weird like, thing oh. over there by Hard Rock? It's so like, oh. big and gaudy and ugly. Like, I, I, That's the Native Americans, point, though. I thought Native Americans loved land. It's, it's, but they also like, <laughs> they also love money. Yeah, you feel me? It's like, and, and excess bring, excess invites more excess you know what i mean yeah. people want to spend money if your shit looks like That's you spent be, a lot of money yo, on it there's got to be native americans in in south dakota looking at the seminoles in florida like y'all are the biggest <laughs> sellouts y'all are some house and some house indians damn is that what is that what native While americans they, call each other when they want to be like like you know what i mean like just when gonna you whip out a hundred <laughs> and be like oh is that right wiping their tears hmm oh your insults hurt so much i mean Wipe my wounds with these fresh hundreds from all these money I'm making. Yeah. And then the worst part is, is like the alcohol and nicotine addiction, like is rampant all throughout the community. And it's like, damn, can't pay us out of that. But, well, you know, again, self-control, self-control. But dude, it, 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 it's not always self-control when, when you are being predated on. I feel you, it, but sometimes... You know, if you've been in a negative situation for more than like five years, bro, like, you know, and it's up to you to find a way out. You know what I mean? And, and man, I run into this problem all the time as a parent. It's like you got to get your kid out of childhood without them picking up the bad habits. But you also can't shelter them too much because mm-hmm. they got to learn some shit. You got to square that circle somehow, because the problem is, is that a lot of times people like. And especially from what I know of the Native Americans I knew in South Florida. Okay. I can only speak from my experience. But the issues that a lot of them ran into were that they, when they were young and being given a lot of money and freedom on the reservation, they picked up really bad fucking habits. And when they got older, they had gotten in trouble with the, with the, the local law. So they were stuck on the reservation. So now they're stuck on the reservation, bad habits, money, and drugs. It's a bad mix, man. It's a terrible, terrible mix. But um, yeah. So, so yes, I agree. Make better choices. 
100%. I can, I'll never fight against that. But sometimes people's, and also people should be allowed to make bad choices at times. Like, yes, we all want to live our life in a, in a trajectory of generally good choices. But I also do want to reserve the right for people to make a few bad choices and not, you know what I mean, be so set back that they never get uh, can can get back into being productive in society. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how the hell I got on that topic. Sorry about that. <laughs> Winding roads. But yeah, moving on. What else been going on in some entertainment news? So, real interesting. Um, thriller. Oh no, actually, before we do that, <laughs> and this is one. This one's from my from my nephew Brayden. Um, he uh used to like this game called Roblox. Are you familiar? Yes, I've heard of them. Got it. I believe Kanye was it. Kanye West made them popular. Was it the I other way around? So him and little in a Peep video or little pump. No clue. I just know that there was a video little where they something. had those square things. Yes. Okay. Square bodies. You got it. Roblox. So my nephew is a huge fan of that game. He got into it when we were young. I really couldn't get into it too much. I'm not a big Minecraft yeah, fan. My nieces and nephews tried with me, and I was like, I don't know, Taj. I, I, I can't make heads or tails of this thing. I know. I don't know why it was so confusing to me. It's like this new interface is really hyper uh, designed for young minds. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Um, See what's going on right now. What's happening? Uh-uh. But anyway, they have they've had quite a bit of success, to say the least. Um, and so they've decided to make a public... Uh, offering so they're doing an ipo which is they're doing a public offering on the stock market so they're becoming publicly traded and then boy their stock opened up i think it was today <laughs> or yesterday at like 70 something dollars very substantial which i think that yes it is a very ex- expensive stock to get into it is also a stock worth getting into i don't believe that it's going to sit at 70 dollars. i Hell think no. it'll probably go up i think it's going to settle around 200 dollars and the since it's a games as a service model, I think it's going to be around for a good amount of time. And with a successful IPO, I only see them getting better. And if they're really baller, they'll be developing the next IPO. And if they're really smart, they'll be developing it for the next stage of development. The people who are currently playing their game are going to be moving into. Like it's a it's a very good stock to get into because the market that it's that it's uh that it's situated in they are dominant in they're well positioned already they they have a a significant player base that they can market to in perpetuity and they can design they can use this the roblox as the the core of a game that they then just develop on top of kind of like how valve valve's been around for so long because they grew with their player base mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah, Smart. I'm highly recommending, and and I, I I very rarely will I give stock tips, but if I find a company that has that where the CEO hasn't said uh, nigger and hasn't uh, decided to put all of their employees under a huge amount of crunch and or exploitative work conditions, I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna throw it out there because it's hard to find those, and uh, so yeah. I think if you're interested in 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 uh, I I believe at seventy five dollars a stock it's probably a mid range stock, um it's not a penny stock it's also not Apple but it's a probably considered a mid range mid range stock definitely jump into it I think it's got it's got doubling potential at least it's a good I think it'll and it'll be a long a good long term store of of value 
Um, but yeah, that that I thought was super interesting uh, because very rarely do you see these games as a service models from the indie developers doing their own individual IPO and not getting bought up. So that I thought was super cool. Making moves. Yes, sir. Um, what else been going on in other entertainment news? Speaking of, of, of acquisitions and mergers, Triller brought versus, which is interesting. Um, Congrats to fucking uh, Swizz, Swizz and, and Timba. And all of the versus participants. They all, as uh, every single versus participant, yes, I Um, they all received, I think, stock or or shares in Triller via the acquisition. So now, like, and that's and the best part is, is that they didn't have to do any of that. Those artists already benefited. They got paid. They got uh, they got their their endorsements. They got their their promotion. All of their streams are up. You know what I mean? They, they've already received benefit from this. Swizz and Timba just kind of just. From half court, lobbed it up and was like, take that, bitches. Walked away as it swished. Because it was like, yo, <laughs> none of them needed or asked for this. It was just a blessing. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of business I like to be seeing um, done, especially amongst black people. Um, I'm pretty sure like 90% of the Versus cast of people who who joined in were black. You know what I mean? Um, definitely. So that was definitely for the culture. That was awesome. Big ups to, the, to, to Swizz and Timberland for that. Um, a lot of people were kind of calling them out for selling out. Um, versus won't be the what it is. Those people are stupid because yeah. Versus, as, as you were saying that, as you way. were saying that, I was like, that was probably Swiss's idea this whole time. Absolutely. Well, come on. It so that's why be. the other people look so fucking dumb to me, right? Absolutely. But then again, then again, only poor people ever, ever, ever use the you sold outline oh, it's yeah. only people who are mad at you for getting money that ever say shit like that um never the people that actually want to see you prosper true well i mean 99 percent of the time i'm sure there's people who might have genuine arguments about that but not in this case this is definitely not the not the place for that um yeah the, uh so part of the deal was swizz and timberland will get seats on the board Nice. So they get ownership, or I don't. I'm not sure if they get ownership, but they have. They get say. They get. They they get. They get um, participation, and so that's huge. That's huge, because it, it, I don't think either of them need a check. They're all. They're both talk thinking about well, how much money can I make in the long run off of this? Will this money make money? Yeah, Swizz is a notorious businessman. Absolutely. I mean, he notorious. teaches at Harvard. Doesn't yeah. te- doesn't Swizz teach a a, a business music course business at Harvard? Class yes. At Harvard, yeah. So I trust business. Uh, Swizz's business acumen. Swizz's business. <laughs> Swizzness. Uh, Swizzness. Oh snap! That's oh. Is that going to be the new term for? Uh... Definitely not. No? <laughs> we doing good Swizzness? No. no. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I toss them up. Sometimes they're, they're, they 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 make it to the rim. Sometimes they, they mean, don't. Somebody might alley oop that, but I'm not tall enough for that one. <laughs> but um, no. Nah, uh, there's it. It's a big play in terms of how these these uh these particular uh, business moves can play out. You know totally. what I mean? In terms of, money. I mean, it takes money to make money, but like. 
people are really, really like short-sighted when they're really not seeing That's, how yeah. new business is being done. It's all about expanding your business, business stream, man. It's all about expanding your business stream. It's not about well, not even just that. It, 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 that that is a huge point. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's. I think that it's a new model of share the wealth. They could have taken probably two five hundred million dollar checks apiece and walked away half a billion. They easily i can easily see versus being valued at at a billion dollars them each taking a clean half a billion and walking away that's a successful business venture because they did not put 500 million dollars into this and they could walk away and nobody would consider them any less of uh of good businessmen for that but they didn't do that did they no they took moderate checks broke off the artists, and I mean, the, the, with the amount, the 43 artists with any kind of substantial How the hell uh, is it share? 43 artists in the verses? 43 artists? Just like, yeah, there, were, there was like 43 artists who participated in verses. But they're usually versing each other, so that's why they're the The didn't verse out. anybody. There you go. That was the answer to the question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, was, I was like, I was confused for a second. I was like, wait. <laughs> How did that happen? But yeah, D'Angelo didn't versus anybody. How gangster is that, nigga? <laughs> I just thought about that. He versus himself, yo. <laughs> he just stood up there. And had anybody to step up? Anybody? No? Nah, it, uh, oh, who was it? Uh, Maxwell was supposed to versus oh, him. Oh, that would have been an awesome but versus. they were trying to wrap it up, so they wanted to get this versus in before the deal because they wanted to get them in on the deal. But Maxwell was doing his, he's being an R&B singer, so. <laughs> My root is fine. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It needs to be emotional, you know? And, you pulled uh, the so Terrence he didn't get Howard and lost the check. No, I'm pretty sure that Swizz and them went to, the, went to Maxwell and went to D'Angelo and said, listen, we, we're going to do this versus. It's all good. It's, it's set. But if we do it this point, we can get you in on the deal. If you do it at that point, you can't get in on the deal. And D'Angelo was like, nigga, do you? Guess give me the money. What are you yeah. what are you doing? Like, of course. And Maxwell was probably like, ah, but I don't let me see if I can fit it in. And they were like, oh, okay. You thought it was like one of those kind of questions. <laughs> you thought it was one of those kind of questions where you get to negotiate. Like, no, 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 no. We were telling you this is the situation. D'Angelo mm-hmm. wanted the money, you didn't. Done deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so yeah, th- this is how the business should be done. Spread the money around. Don't take the upfront cash. Make the long play. Get the participation. You know what I mean? Get yourself in a position to make decisions. Get yourself in positions to make decisions. Bars. When I, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but, and, and so, yeah, I, I, I so frequently find myself on this platform shitting on these big business moves. I'm really happy to say that this is one that... I can give it the the the, the Heron's homies two thumbs up. For I feel sure. like that is um that's indicative of the people doing business and not of business itself. You feel me? That's Swiss being Swiss. Hey, ain't gonna argue there. <laughs> Big money moves. Yeah, that's just Swiss doing Swiss. <laughs> Generous Did I say Big Swissness. Generous right, I'm, Big I'm Money moves. I won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that was that was uh. A big one that I, that came across the radar, and then there's um, it's a really interesting uh, conversation being had 
and the entertainment industry right now on how to use NFTs, which is non-fungible tokens, as a store of value for art as a way of monetizing to circumvent the use of labels. Now, I said a lot of words there. Sounds like a budding new scam. Let's hear it. No. no it, it, it will be used to scam people. This is America. Let's be honest. This will be used to scam people. That doesn't mean it has to be used to scam people. It's very much similar to the launch of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is legitimate. That doesn't stop people from scamming you with it. That doesn't stop people from scamming around it and finding ways to scam. You know what I mean? Dollars are legitimate. People will scam your dollars. You know what I mean? They'll scam you for them. And they'll scam They'll scam you out of them. And so it, it, it's just one of those things. So I don't want to present it as like a magical land in which you're you're safe. No. There's, there's always a reasonable amount of risk when you're engaging with someone, especially on the internet. But nonetheless... NFTs are non-fungible tokens. What is what? That, I know that sounds like a, a weird name, but it, in economic terms, they're non-fungible, which means non-exchangeable. But not that we can't exchange them. You can't exchange their value. So once I have a non-fungible token, an NFT, I can't change what that NFT represents. So once you own an NFT, it is inextricably tied to whatever piece of digital art it is meant to represent. So that's what it means by non-fungible. It's that once once I once this token is used to represent this piece of digital medium, I can't say, no, okay, I owned it and it has this value, but I'm gonna switch the digital digital medium out and now it's this digital that that's not how that works. So that's what the non-fungible part is. So I wanna clarify that because I know a lot of people were confused by that term. And it's a token, which is just a representation of something that is valued. Okay? So an, a token is a representation of a representation. So, like, usually your tokens represent money, which represents a certain store of value. This token is a representation of a, re- represent, uh, of a type of value. And so that's what a non-fungible token is, a NFT. And... You can package these. When I say package, it's not a physical package. You can digitally package these similarly to how a cryptocurrency uh, packages their coins and distributes them to try to as a store of value. Now, you can. This is interesting. You know what I mean? It, it's not. It, it's not a perfect environment yet. You know, there's still a lot of things to be worked out. I'm not. And, and I'm still doing research on how to actually generate an NFT. So, like, it's not like just getting a patent on something. So, say you make a song and you want that individual piece of property to be valued in a token that you can then sell. And that token could come digitally in the form of a flash drive. And on that flash drive, you have your your blockchain your blockchain code and the digital item. And so like, say you sell your song, your, your NFT, your song that has been packaged in an NFT. Someone purchases a, uh, 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 one of your tokens. You would send them this physical accoutrement that would represent 
that on it would have the digital medium, whatever it is, picture song, and and the the NFT blockchain code. So, you know, that's how you kind of tie it into like something you can utilize. But um that yeah, it seems like a lot of steps to do stuff we already do now though. Well, it it's a lot of steps in explanation when it's something that it's like something that would happen in like when Pro Tools packages a, a song, it's something that can be programmed for it to just do. You know what I mean? It's not something you manually do. Okay. You could say publish this to my NFT and what it'll do is it'll create a file that you can then put onto the flash drive that contains the NFT code and the digital medium that it's supposed to encode for. And so that unit would represent your token. You see what I'm saying? I know it's super confusing. No, I got you. It's just no, no. I'm not saying maybe I'm not to you. But I know a lot of people are having a hard time. Well, what it is is a way for you to distribute by with by circumventing normal distribution channels. So normally you'd have to get a publishing deal, and then the publisher would work with the distribution. So the publisher would make the physical item. The distributor would get the item to the point of sale. Mm-hmm. You can <clears throat> skip all of that by just creating this 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 item this token this nft and selling it yourself now so why is this even a thing why can't you just copy it onto a flash drive and hand it to someone on the street corner like you're selling you know mixtapes out the back of your your car well authentication when you're doing that first of all there's no way to a verify the authenticity of that and b it that uh, that file that you're giving out has no copyright protection on it. Part of tying the digital media to the blockchain code means that you can't copy the blockchain code. So this the, this digital file will exist only in this medium. Now, once you own the NFT, you know you could like have a thing where people who own your tokens can contact you back and say, "Hey, I destroyed my fob, or I lost my fob, or whatever." And then, you you know, you can delete that one or cancel that one or render that one invalid, transfer its value or its or its information to another one and then replenish that. But that's not that difficult. As I said, that's just clicking buttons on a computer. You know what I mean? Once somebody programs that, that is. Let me not trivialize it all the way. Someone has to make that program, but that is possible. I've seen things that work yeah, this way already. My, the iLock works the same way. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. Eh. Mm-hmm. It seems, does it doesn't see for going into the future. It seems to be a little. I, I'm still not seeing the draw to it. You know what I mean? It seems it seems like wild inconvenience. So you're gonna, I don't know. It seems and, and like this is just this DMCA, is just as we transition to other. Steps. Yes, it is DMCA. Um, it it is the same type of of uh, protection as a DMCA. Um, but what what they're trying to solve the problem of how to individualize digital commerce you know how do how do you make how do i how do i make that that image that i that i made in photoshop and sell as digital banners how do i how do i monetize that you know and how do i do so without having to sell it to an ad agency because that's the only way to do it right now and that first of all not only does it suck because the the creators get very little 
uh, from what they create. But it, the 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 agencies are creating a toxic market. You know what I mean? Like, but I, the- I it seems like the same problems of like exposure and um, distribution are still there. Mm, how so? Well, even if you have them put it on the device, it's still up to you to get it to people. It's still up to you to get eyes on it. So. That doesn't, you know what I mean? So it's still like, that's really what the publisher does. And, you know, you go to the publisher because they have mm -hmm. that infrastructure already there so that they can get your stuff out to everyone immediately right away. That completely excludes people with audiences that are too small for the publisher to validate that. And that's what I'm saying. Like this, the NFTs are great for people with small to medium audiences who don't mind absorbing the production costs of something like that, who can very easily automate just the process of of loading the the flash drives and circumvent that uh not only the the distribution costs but the publishing costs because that's where a huge portion of the 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 money for each individual purchase goes the artist gets a very small portion of that you know what i mean and so this way by cutting those two entities out the artist gets 80% of the money, whereas before they were only getting 30% of the money. So that's that's a huge draw to it. I got you. <clears throat> so it just solves so that's the only problem it's aiming to solve? No, that it's way? also solving the, the issue of uh, transacting the money because it creates a digital marketplace so it's very easy to access. It centralizes it. It, it, does, a, it, it, it does a lot to to bring the digital marketplace uh to a central area but without making the artist irrelevant that's the problem with spotify when spotify centralizes everything it has so many people centralized on it it makes ev- the individuals irrelevant unless gotcha. you're one of the it biggest just, it just feels a little clunky you know it's very <clears throat> oh it's super super clunky and very uh uh it's primitive. This is a primitive way of doing it. Um, we have to see how people respond to generating value. So, like, say, so one of the examples that 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 could be used is, is say I make an album. So the Kings of Leon are actually doing this for their album, and they're offering a ton of shit. Like, if you look up what the Kings of um, Leon offer with the NFT that comes that their album comes on, it is absurd. It's like lifetime front row seats to to their live concerts. It, it's a lot, and then you got people on the other end of it who are not taking it seriously, like your Post Malone's, which I think he gives you a game of beer pong. He'll come to your house and play beer play beer pong if you buy into his NFT. And I'm like, fuck out of here, nigga! Don't mind playing beer pong with your ass. Which I'm sure that I mean, that's completely not true. I'm pretty yeah, sure there's people who want to play beer pong. Speaking to his demographic. Oh, absolutely. But um, I just thought that was funny. I was like, God, this, like when you see what Kings of Leon is putting up, you're going to be like, man, how could anybody even come with that kind of shit to the table? Like, it's going to be hard to top that. Like, but they purposely said, we wanted to do this and set the bar extremely high to show people what they could offer. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't want to come in here, this big ass group that we are, and offer people like a T-shirt with your NFT. Yay. We'll mail you a T-shirt. Don't worry, the shipping's on us. Like they didn't want to do that. They wanted to come out and make a bold statement like artists. If people are going to be buying in and individually creating the value of your of your music, you better give them something worth their while. Period. 
the um, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I mean, so yeah. what happens is is like okay, so they pr- they present this NFT. Uh, so just like so like you know how are you familiar with the concept behind Bitcoin where there's only like 21 million Bitcoins out there, and once they're all mined up, they're gone forever and so forth. <laughs> Similarly to how an NFT is, so you 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 create an NFT and you create as many uh shares or tokens of the nft as you want so kings of leon think they're going to sell two hundred thousand. they can make five hundred thousand and say listen we're making five hundred thousand of this album on nft okay once that five thousand five hundred thousand is distributed you know it'll be a separate a separate entity if we try to re-release it but it'll, this is it so that finite quantity will represent the you know the overall value of this now people can buy into it they can buy it at what value they set it at okay people buy out the initial stock hopefully they sell out probably they usually want to make enough shares to where they don't so that people can create a market around it and that people could still get copies of it after its initial release you would hate to release it and then you know unless you want to control the market that way and you just want to keep charging people for re-releases but <laughs> That's that's a whole other story. I'm sure that there's going to be tons of abusive methods of using this system, but you do that. So then you you sell it for whatever, and this is similar to how it is in a collector's market now. People buy it for whatever the retail is, and they buy into the NFT. But then, say people you know who have the have that 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 NFT want to sell their token now. It's an investment. They didn't even buy it to listen to it because at this point, people are buying your album because they think other people are buying it. They don't. You don't have to like Kings of Leon to buy in it because this is like a coin offering. This is like owning Bitcoin. You don't have to want to transact in Bitcoin to own a Bitcoin. You just have, use it as a store of value. So people are using, you know, could be using your 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 album as a store of value. So they, they're they buying it and they're also selling it. And so what happened, same thing that happens in a normal market. What if someone's willing, you know, there becomes a scarcity of these out there. Someone buys up the remaining ones or they they... They take the remaining ones off the market, and then now you're you're stuck with this market. And someone's like, I, I want one of those. They have to now go to somebody on the secondary market. So they, and you know, that could drive up the value. Maybe someone's willing to pay a lot more. Maybe not. More likely than not. But in the case of someone like the Kings of Leon, they probably have a, a big enough fan base that, you know, you might get new fans. And so now people are purchasing this 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 token at higher values than what it was initially offered at. Now you now you just bought a Kings of Leon album, you're chilling, you're enjoying it, and because other people like it, the value of the album that you now hold is and then when I say you now hold whatever it comes in on a flash stick or right, it increases is now going up. That's a that's a that's not something that happens right now. You know what I mean? Unless you are an active participant in that secondary market. You know, and so yeah, I think that that's really cool. I think that it's it empowers the consumer, which is crazy. This is never anything that you I never hear about ways of empowering the consumer in the entertainment industry. The consumer already has so much power by consuming. You know what I mean? Very rarely do you hear about wow, this really benefits the person who's listening too. Outside of that that um that uh that deal that SoundCloud did where they're letting the the subscription fees go directly to the artists you subscribe to. That's another one that will definitely draw subscribers who want to support 
you know, artists. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's, I thought that that was really cool. But yeah, NFTs have, there's a a lot of interesting things that can happen with this, you know? And I I know I just kind of glossed over it and it wasn't a super technical breakdown, but there's, it's, it's still a very open and burgeoning, uh, uh, concept and implementation is not widespread but it's look out for it it's going to be super i think it's going to be super revolutionary in the future i think that right now it seems clunky it is clunky there's not the infrastructure for it yet people aren't paying attention to it properly but once the the industry starts to refine its methods think that uh something big is going to come out of those but yeah um i was listening to uh joe budden podcast and they did a great breakdown so i definitely recommend checking them out on youtube um not a paid ad but yeah that would that i and and it's something that i look forward to getting into because i think it's as we grow i think it's going to be a good vessel for storing value as we grow um but yeah so move on from that so uh in other news did you see uh the trial of Jarek Chauvin has gone on. Fucking, I, I'm I'm pretty much sure that they know that they're gonna let this guy go because they've already started building up the fortress around the Minneapolis courthouse. Like, it's a they've they've literally fortified that shit. It's almost as if they're they've occupied it for this trial, and they're like trying to beat back an insurgent force. Like, I I can't imagine why they would do that. Uh. Unless they thought that black people were going to riot. They specifically wouldn't do that if they thought white people were the only ones who were going to be rioting. <laughs> because they, they already proved to us that, that that's okay. That's okay. White people can riot. Black people cannot riot. Got it. Um, so, yeah, they definitely are are poised to piss off a lot of African-American folk. Um, that's why they're militarizing. And uh, there's only one way to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in this particular case, you know... We're asking for justice for a man who murdered a man on camera in the middle of the street. There, there, you know, there, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room in the middle of how you handle that. You'd be surprised. Um, in America, there's clearly a ton of wiggle room. Um, you'd think this was an open, sh- shut, open and shut case. To everyone that saw the video, but apparently there's room for debate. Yeah, yeah. Um so and it's the the message that that sends to black people is something that white people will never understand. But anyway, because um, they're not trying to understand, they're trying to subjugate. Or they're trying to subjugate something you don't give a fuck about their understanding. You definitely though. don't want to commiserate the pains of the people you're subjugating. You That's me? definitely not going to help the you. Hell? But um, yeah, it's 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 clear they're going to quit him. And and that's why I always 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 even when I'm participating in organizing my main goal and objective is to figure out how we obtain our main objective outside of whatever path they think is, is applicable to achieving that their goal. Because like this situation here, people want Derek Chauvin. They want to, they want to feel some kind of justice or recompense for the murder of George Floyd at the hands of Derek Chauvin. And as much as I would love to participate in, in, in organizing that happening, if I were, I would absolutely have to be bringing to the table, how do we plan on doing that outside of the court system? Because the court system 
isn't not, is neither designed to 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 reap justice from him, nor does it have the will to reap justice from him. So if that's the body in which you're going to entrust this this objective to, you, you should probably have a, a plan B and a plan C. Because I highly doubt that the court systems are going to be the vessel for uh, relieving the the stress that this country has been going through since that public lynching. And so I don't know, man. That shit is it's gonna get it, it's getting ugly. It's gonna be ugly. I I'm they haven't even finished choosing the jurors yet. And they already building cement barricades, putting the barbed wire up. I'm like, damn. Never heard never seen somebody come to the negotiation table with the gun cocked. You know what I mean? Got the got the got the hammer pulled back, like, yo, I'm ready to talk. It's like, oh really? Is that what you came to do? Because it looks like you came to shoot. I'm just saying. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Did you see? Speaking of 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 the uh, unrest that was started from George Floyd's murder, uh, two officers that were uh, marching in BLM last year were actually caught and involved in the Capitol riots. Like, I'm wondering, <laughs> like... W- I don't. Even, I, I, I'm vaguely interested in the storyline that led them down the path that my got them involved. My president told in me to go. I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought it was gotta be. But okay. then why were they involved in Black Lives? Which makes me feel like they're provocateurs. Most likely. Which makes me feel like they're provocateurs. Well, you know, it's, it's my eternal fallback. You know, they're Trump supporters. They're not smart. They're clearly not smart. And then oh, it's so frustrating when. The people who oppose you are fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't. There's you can never predict your opponent's move. You can't predict the opposition's mindset at any point because they're always just doing random inane shit. And you're like, really? No, no. no. You well, you got to separate them, right? You can't put the foot soldiers and the people making the decisions in the same category. No, you can't predict what the foot soldiers do. But the the people that are giving them their orders, them niggas is wild consistent. Yeah, niggas as well because they do the same thing every time. You know what I mean? They just know how to. But you know, it's it's funny watching them try get in the try to be snake charmers and (laughs) and now now they're being stuck by the snake and they don't know what to do. I love it. That is always my my favorite thing. That was actually a a very early gif on the internet. The guy, the snake charmer, (laughs) and he's sitting there looking at the snake in the face, bro. It's like. I remember that shit. I haven't that seen was, that in ages. That was a great I gift, man. Seen that in fucking ages. It took about five seconds of that snake to realize, yeah. like, shut the fuck up. I'm about to your that's, ass. That's Republicans and Trump right now. They were like, nah, guys, come on, come on. The snake Sherry's charmer venomous, was very, we got was this. very confident that we got this. Yeah, he's gonna he do was what we tell him. No. He's just gonna do what we tell him, guys. It's fine. Four years later, oh god, what are you gonna do? He's threatening to tear this whole thing apart. I mean, yeah. Who let the bull in the china shop go? Yo, this is the this is the same dude that tanked a fucking casino. The same dude Man. that had a fake university. The same dude that had a failed company selling steaks. Like, come on, son. First of all, the writing was my Trump steak was wall. awesome. No, I'm joking. God, it's gross. I'm just joking. It sounds gross. Most likely because, you know, as the con man he is, those are the most bottom barrel steaks ever, said. Oh, my goodness. You can only imagine where the fuck those things came from. So, are you, are you, 
are you aware that in the cla- the classifications of beef, uh, cow is not a requirement? Lol, I did not know that. That's some gangster shit. Grade D beef. That's some gangster shit. Contains meat from various large animals. Shout out to the Food and Drug Administration. You guys are working hard. Filming. Yeah, the USDA, but they're oh, part yeah, and parcel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they're just as they're just as corrupt. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, with that being said, who knows what they were selling you? I don't. I would. I am dubious that Trump oh, steaks man. were made of beef. maybe beyond. But were made of see, cows. I I t- the moment I heard beyond meat, I was like, nah, there's no way in hell I'm ever eating that. That's suspect as fuck. But if if there isn't even meat in meat, you may as well go with the shit that tells your friend that it's beyond meat. They did say that, <laughs> that French fries and pizza were vegetables. No, you feel me? I mean, so they clearly have our best interest in mind. So oh, I'm definitely going to side with them when it comes to explaining to me, That's like, lit. what my food is and all of that good stuff. That's USDA lit. is trash, league, man. <laughs> um, That's fucking lit. That shit was hilarious. Uh, man... Speaking of Trump and, and 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 his cabal, did you see Kanye's under investigation, bro? Oh no, I did see that he's trying to get him. He's trying to offer three hundred three hundred million to a city in New York to drop the N in Nye, New York, or just some city called like Nye in New York. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. wants them to drop the N on it so he can be called Ye <laughs> or Ye. And I'm like. This is what this thing is. This thing is under federal indictment for campaign finance fraud, bro. That's and this thing is talking are. about getting a town name. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Are you shitting me? Are. No. That's so funny, man. We both got news about Kanye, but on opposite ends of the spectrum, because that's crazy. This thing, yo, 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 just drop the end. It's just one letter. New York. It's just one letter. It's just one letter. I ain't got a town named after me yet. I'm trying to. You know what I'm saying? Knock off these notches on my achievement list. That's crazy talk, bro. Because this nigga needs to be focusing on this federal indictment coming down, which I'm pretty sure that's when Kim was like, I'm out. <laughs> you I'm know, that out. would make a ton of sense. Like, listen. That would make a ton of sense. I'll chill with you through, if, the, yeah. if the block is after you. I'll chill with you if the people hate you. But when the feds is after you, yeah. bye. Yeah, when you're fucking with Kardashian bread, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Everything else she could market and she could kind of... Spin that into a story of some kind, but and so he's being um he's being investigated because as you can imagine in America, there's a minimum voting age. It's eighteen. Unfortunately for Kanye, it's it seems, and I don't know the exact numbers, but the vast majority of the people donating to his campaign were underage. Um moreover any any campaign manager worth his salt would absolutely one hundred percent because Kick think about that it. Back, bro. Think of, well, well, look, just, just this is the reason why there's zero chance that it was a mistake. Part of being a campaign uh, manager is demographics. You need demographic information. Mm-hmm. Age is one of those demographic indicators that is super important. It is one of those demographic indicators that is used in almost every breakdown. So there's no way that they just opened up a donation drive and whoops, the fucking internet. Why would these dumb kids come and donate to us? Well, it doesn't matter because you knew they were kids donating to you because you did farm that information from them. 
And moreover, you should have immediately kicked the money back. Yep. You could have registered the donation. That's the thing. Is that if you were looking for publicity, register the donation. No one says don't register the donation. Send the money back, though. Can't keep that shit. Can't keep the money. It's trapped. Because the money Traps just all, came from someone who's not even money. part of your electorate. And so he's and, Kanye's and poo-poo for that and one, man. And you're taking advantage of minors, bro. That puts you into a really dangerous category. Oh, my goodness, dude. Even though you'd think, right? Because, like, you know, EA sells gambling machines to children, but they let them do that shit. But you're right. The worst part for me is that Dude, you stole from kids, man. And those are kids who are not going to grow up and not vote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Because Kanye didn't become the president. The only reason why I don't believe in voting is because of the American system. Not because voting isn't smart and that it's not a good system for social engagement. It's only because in America they've destroyed the voting system. You know what I mean? And so I don't think that it's good for people to pollute that and to further corrupt the understanding that young people have because they're the only hope that we might have in the future, a better system. So if you're fucking them over now, all you're going to do is make it so that they're either apolitical or negative political actors. You could also inspire them to create a whole new political True. system as well. Cause the, or or at least operate better <laughs> in this one. Gosh, man. Because, you know, honestly, like we could say whatever we want about the rules and we can make an indictment onto the system all we want. I 100% agree with you. The people have to do the fucked up shit for the fucked up shit to happen. The system isn't animating itself. The system does not animate itself. It is absolutely people making the decision to be shitbags in the system as well. And so I know I argue that point with you a lot, but I, I agree with you. It's just we got I, I got I have an endless reserve of energy for people who are doing fuck shit. You know what I mean? For the I got I got an endless reserve of energy for the system and the idiots who are succumbing to the system willfully or otherwise you know just one of those things um yeah poor kanye man he i i, I, I think he's gonna have a tough a time. time well <laughs> yes he's definitely not poor but i do i do uh imagine that for somebody who has a fragile mental state this is not an easy one to go through because that that'll fuck with your head Having a federal indictment looming like that, one in which, like, it seems pretty open and shut. Like, I mean, I don't know who's advising him that he's not going to jail. But and I also, have a like, strong feeling he might be going to jail. Also, I feel like he was set up as a patsy this whole time. Absolutely. Like, your entire campaign was fake, my nigga. His entire campaign your was entire perpetrated ca- to, to, to get. They had, like, Mickey Mouse was one yeah, of the fucking signatures stuff. on his shit. He's a publicity And they were stuff. like, you're going to have to prove to me that Mickey Mouse is not a real person in order to throw this shit out. So, no, his shit was fake from jump. So, you know, everybody who walked into that trap, um, yeah. Definitely. Um, it was like a, a pit trap with no covering. Absolutely. Like, it was like, yo, Absolutely. there's a pit trap over there. Don't fall into it. it was and bl- all you hear is, ah! I'm like, word? Yeah, but there's money down here, though. Have you seen the cash at the bottom of this oh, pitfall? Oh, can you see down there? If I fall in it just the right way, I can avoid the spikes and land just on the money. Oh, my goodness. Fucking idiots. That shit's terrible. But yeah, you know, Democratic Party isn't particularly immune to the to the bullshit themselves. Well, I shouldn't say bullshit, actually. <laughs> it's so funny. I, our system is so fucked up that when when normal transitions of power happen, it seems like bullshit. In Nevada, the Democratic establishment, the Harry Reid Democrats, as they call them, um, were ousted by the Bernie Kratt uh, Democratic <laughs> Socialists. 
And so um, they couldn't, the administration's not elected. The uh, Democratic establishment administration is not elected. And so they, of course, didn't lose their seats. But all of the politicians who they're administering uh, are elected. Every single one of their politicians were voted out for uh, a Democratic Socialist. So then the administration thought that, huh, look at our protest. They all quit in protest. <laughs> I'm like, yo, my G, bye, bitch. Yo, man. I, it's like, like, wait, do you, do you think we don't have people who could do your job Feel it? better than you? And actually just do the job? Like, you guys weren't actually doing your job, guys. Like, like you ever see like, the person? Well, we quit. Oh, okay, thanks. Well, it's funny because Caroline tells me about her coworkers all the time, and it sounds like some shit that one of them would do. Like, <laughs> they like be told that they're not doing their job right, and then they quit in protest. And it's like, thanks, bro. Damn, I didn't. Do you just? Yo, I didn't think you the, were gonna like, solve that problem for me that quickly. Yeah, but like, what are you doing? It. Like, like you're kind of worried because it's like they did it with the intention of hurting you. But there's no way that this can hurt you because this was your intention. Yeah. It's like, wait, see, I like to look at the positive things. I, mean, <laughs> I looked at gifts like that all the time for the gifts that they are. Also, also, America has a huge labor system and lots of people need jobs. So if someone is at a job fucking Absolutely. off, I am all for them quitting or firing them to somebody who really, really wants that job, who's got people to take care of, and come in and actually try and do the work. Yeah, it was one of those things, man, where it's like, they definitely did that to try to hurt someone, but the only person they hurt were themselves. And I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting there back like, yo, do they know something I don't? Like, nah, it, it's just immaturity, man. Nah, okay. Once you're, it's, hopefully, most people get to a point when they realize that they're being the one. They're the obstruction. You're the villain. You're the antagonist in your story, bro. Oh, yes. Oh, Hopefully I, lo- I we love all that get meme. to that point. When Barney kicks open the door and he's got the gun. Is <laughs> Barney on the other side holding a gun pointing at him? And he's like, what? You feel me? Hopefully, like, when, when you realize that it's your individual decisions on a day-to-day basis that influence most of the outcomes in your life, then you can actually do a lot of. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing um, what happens in Nevada because Democrats are the Democrats are notoriously bad at run, at governing. They are. They're just notoriously bad at at governing, which is weird. They're really good at balancing budgets and bad at actually governing. But I think it's because both sides actually have ideals that are antithetical to governing properly, you know, only result in good economic or positive economic turns but anyway that's an aside um i'm interested to see what happens in nevada because democratic socialists should govern differently typically than so than than democrats do so if nevada as a state turns around and starts looking positive in terms of their 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 progress in in social institutions that would be that would be a a breath of fresh air in this system but who knows? Let me let me stop being so so. You know, and you know, there we go. We're actually going to end this show on a positive note. Nevada is 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 a is a beacon right now for what for the opportunities that democratic socialists have in our system and in this current environment in our society today. Keep watching Nevada, and let's hope to see something good come out of there because that could hopefully be a precursor to you know some real progress out here. Ha. I'm leaving this shit on some hopeful shit, nigga. Even if it is unmerited, eat a dick. <laughs>
But alrighty, guys, let's go ahead and wrap up on that. You can follow us on the social media. You can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at Home Heron. You can catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. Also, before I get before we get out of here, I wanted to give a shout out to El Ray. She just dropped a new single called In a Rush. Right now, written and produced by El Ray. You know what I'm saying? So check it out. She's on uh, uh, YouTubes and Instagram and all that. El Ray Shady in a rush. Check it out. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Definitely. So uh, always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever will learn from. Thanks for joining us again. Have a great one. Peace. Take it easy.